This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-332-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, you can scroll on down to the radio section of the page, check out past shows, subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever other new streaming platforms we have up. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, or even ideas and topics for future shows. Now, many people look toward retirement as a finish line. We know this isn't really the deal. They see it as an opportunity to wave off the frustrations and annoyances of work once and for all. But retirement is all about you and your time and the things you want to do. And retirement itself is a journey, not quite a finish line. It's a finish line to one part of your life, but it's a starting line to the next. So a lot of people find themselves increasingly bored and in search of a good reason to consistently get out of the house more often. Probably especially how my wife will be when she's forced to be around me in retirement. Now, additionally, some retirees find themselves in need of slightly more cash flow than they'd anticipated prior to retirement. And for retirees in either one of those situations, maybe you need a little time yourself outside of the house or you need some more cash flow, a return to work may be just what you need. Uh, now, don't worry, I'm not saying that you must go back to your old boss, hat in hand, asking for your job back. What I'm saying is it may mean working a day or two a week doing something that you'll enjoy while also putting a little extra cash into your bank account might not be a bad idea. So during today's show, we're going to look at jobs that may be particularly good fits for retirees. But before we punch the time clock on today's show, let's punch up a little bit up towards the top of those twin peaks of great questions and knowledge mountain where Tony Shore (laughs) often sits. Tony, how are you doing today? Thanks for that great intro. I'm doing uh, that's for sure. Um, no, I'm doing great. Actually, I've had a good week and, uh, it's been, uh, I've had some good weather here. Uh, how about you? What, what's been going on over there? Are you keeping busy? I'm always keeping busy. The weather's been horrible. This has been my, this has been the like worst summer weather ever, Yeah, I have, but I don't, I, I mean, I don't want to complain about it, but you know, complaining about the weather is about as fruitless as complaining about the past. That's true. There you right? go. I mean, right. <laughs> Nothing we can do about wow. it, but, uh, but I, I would certainly enjoy a little less humidity yeah, personally. Yeah. yeah uh, true. It's been the most humid summer of my life that I yeah, absolutely, I don't know that it's ever, I don't have all the data, yeah. but I'm pretty, it feels well, that I way. read, I know that in the, uh, wall street journal and New York times this morning, there were articles and yesterday about the heat and the humidity across the U S setting records everywhere. Um, Arizona just recorded its what 19th day over 110. 
Ah, that seems like to me, if I think of Arizona, I always think of over 110. Yeah, but 19 days in a row is a record. Oh, in a row? In a row. That's a lot. Yeah, no, that's... That's too much. Yeah, maybe. I don't care how dry that yeah, heat is. Yeah, even if it's a dry <laughs> heat, that's like... Uh, you know what? The in the inside of my uh, uh, what do you call the air fryer is a dry heat too. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yes. And I'm not gonna crawl in there. Uh, so no. uh, even if I would fit, um, that would be one big <laughs> air fryer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the likes of which the world has never seen. Uh, but 110 degrees for 19 days in a row at that point, you're like, well, maybe Minnesota isn't too bad. So, uh, you know, move North, I guess, uh, mm, nice North Dakota winners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want those either though. I don't want uh, the nine months of winter you get up, up there. So, uh, where's the balance? Usually it's out there where you're at. I mean, Maine is God country, God's country. We know that. We have all the seasons. Yep, yep, you do. New England is a nice it place is. for all the weather, but it's still, it's just been as hot and muggy here in Connecticut and Maine and everywhere. Been You know, I split my time between those two for work and for living, and it's been hot and muggy in both places. The peppers love it. Oh, the peppers are growing. You, you, the peppers are growing nice and growing, spicy. What are but, you growing? You know, uh, red pepper, green pepper? Uh, green peppers, red peppers, hot peppers, sweet peppers. Nice. Uh, carrots, you know, tomatoes, onions, nice beets, peas. I gotta beans. come over and raid your garden <laughs> one of these days when you're not home. Um, yeah. so, uh, Matt, I know we've got a great topic. We're talking about, you know, what people do when once they retire, and and I like how you set us up today talking about how uh, retirement isn't a finish line, but so many people view it as that, right? And it yeah. may be a finish line for in some ways, uh, but really it isn't. It's uh, it's a new beginning and it's just the start of the last third of your life or another third of your life. Um, and so people, a lot of people are living, you know, a long time in retirement, 20, 30, 40 years. So uh, then you have to consider a, a lot more. And I think people are living longer, so they do work a little longer. I think people are staying in jobs longer or maybe retiring from their main jobs in their 60s, uh, 50s and 60s, uh, but then uh, working some as well. Do you see that happening? I do. Well, I've seen some people, especially you know, as more and more companies get bought out by bigger and bigger companies. Um, you see some folks who started their job at a, you know, what was a essentially a local or a regional company that took really good care of their employees. And, um, their job has been restructured over the last 20, 30, maybe even closer to 40 years, depending on how long they've been there. And they just can't bear the thought of sticking out another 10 years at a job that they used to love. And is nothing like what they used to have. And are they a hundred percent? Do they have, does it look like they're going to have a hundred percent success rate if they retire early from that job? No, but with just a little bit of something else, it changes the whole landscape. All of a sudden, the testing proves out and their plan looks fine. Um, so we I, we have been seeing some more people kind of make this switch where they're get, they're retiring from their good-paying, long-term job and just doing something that they always either wanted to try or just knew they'd be good at, that they do this for a few years, especially in those first few years of retirement as they're kind of getting used to settling into this new lifestyle. Uh, maybe that, you know, as a lot 
lot. There's a huge difference between a lot of people working five to seven days a, a week for a good chunk of their life. And going to zero days a week can be huge, almost unbearable for some people. So just having that little buffer, working one or two days maybe in the beginning. Now, there's a there was a U.S. News and World Report article, 12 Great Side Hustles for Retirees. We've touched on this topic in a lot of different ways in light of different things. Sometimes we do a kind of a whole show on it. Um, there's this, this news story, I think, uh, from U.S. News and World Report, I think it's got a decent look at some of these. The first one, they talk about working as a customer rep. Now, we've talked about this, especially during COVID and when the workforce is doing this quiet quitting thing. You have a generation of some of the best workers ever um, who are getting ready to retire. <clears throat> excuse me. And coming behind them, it seems to be a generation of people who don't even really want to work eight hours a day. Now, that's shifting, you know, shifting norms and shifting attitudes, but I'm not saying one's more right than the other, but there's still companies that are looking for people who will put the good work in. Uh, customer service rep, for people who aren't interested in commuting to work, a lot of people are allowing customer service reps to work for, from home. They get a VoIP phone system. The phones get rooted right to their where they're at. You, you probably have heard it. You probably called customer service reps and you hear them, you know, with their kids in the background sometimes. <laughs> dog, cat, dogs in the background, yeah. You know, um, but I mean, think about it. You sit down at your kitchen table, you log in, and now you're work. You're working for that company. It comes with a lot of these come with benefits. Like if you get a job, well, there's a there's a great you know in Maine, there's a great company that has customer service reps. L.O. Bean. A lot of people like working for L.O. Bean as a customer service rep, especially in the busy seasons. And a lot of retirees, why? They get to go shop at the company store. Yeah, it's great discounts on great products. So. Um, you know, uh, look for one you're interested in the company you're you're with, you're working for, um, but you also become a particularly attractive candidate for the role because you spent decades honing excellent interpersonal skills. And unless you plan on being me, who like you know, I want to grow old and grumpy in that kind of weird romantic way, you know, that grumpy <laughs> old man kind of thing. But um, <laughs> I don't know if it's romantic, but you know, romanticized through literature, sure. I guess you could say. Um, yeah, but, you know, if with any level of empathy or confidence and, you know, comfort helping people who a lot of times are going to be upset, you're going to be able to help work them through their problems. And you probably have years of experience being able to do it in much more high risk and high tension situations. It might be a great gig for people. Well, yeah, that's that's a good one. And uh, I'm glad you talked about that. Yeah, a customer rep. And it's true. I think a lot of customer reps work from home. I mean, our local clinic here, when I called to schedule an appointment, uh, a good friend of ours is one of the people that uh, does that for them. And she always worked in the clinic, you know, when you go in, you'd see him, you'd say hi to her. Now she works from home doing the same job. I mean, she answers uh, the call yeah. for the clinic and schedules appointments and they gave her uh, a phone unit to plug in at home that's connected to the system. Uh, it's amazing how many people are doing that. And that's a great thing. And she's basically retirement age or a little over now. So that works for her. And so I, I think that's really, really smart. And I think I could handle doing something like that. I mean, Hey, if I can put up with you, I, I can put up with anything. There's that. Right. Yeah. There's that. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, the that's a, well, now granted, that's not going to be the perfect spot for someone who wants to get out of the house. Right. Right. But yeah. for someone who wants to work a couple extra days a week without it being a huge hassle, yeah. great yeah. option. Yeah. Now, if you do want to get out of the house, this, this one, none of these are going to be for 
everybody. So I'm just going to say that this is the last time I'm going to say that. Um, but the ne- this next one, uh, if you love being outside, you want to get out of the house, maybe you have a green thumb, maybe you like growing gardens like I do and make, growing your own food, or you just like working outside in the yard. Um, how about put out word in your neighborhood that you're open for business? Maybe you, or you go to work for a lawn care service, go back to, you know, when I was younger, I had a yard care business. Or I open a, mind or going open back a to that fresh, when I was older, right? fresh fruits and vegetable stand or take it to the farmer's market each week and yeah. sell your wares, right? Yeah. And you, there's also like online marketplaces where you can share your skills, contact info. If you live in a four season climate, maybe the summer months you work in lawn care. Maybe you don't have to go out there and shovel snow heavy and wet and cold, but you, you know, you can get, you can put enough money and funds away in the summertime while you're home where it's warm to travel, you know, fund your travel throughout the year. Uh, also it, it's a great way to keep moving and, and staying. Yeah. Short. Yeah. I mean, so. lawn care and gardening. I love that. I love the idea of, and I've seen this retirees who uh, grow, uh, their own fruits and vegetables have stands at the local farmer's markets. And that's one thing they do for extra money in retirement. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to get outside and stay social, uh, you know, starting their own little business like that, selling that. Uh, that sounds great to me, uh, spending warm you, days outside. Yeah. And you'd be surprised at the network it helps you build because you're meeting people with like interests, especially like, a at the farmer's market, people might be asking you for tips. You get to share your experience. You can help them in their gardens. You know, there's all sorts of ways to, uh, create a better overall retirement lifestyle. Like we've talked about in other shows, just by being involved in something like this. Now, maybe sunshine, grass clipping things don't, they don't do much for you. Uh, how about working as a bookkeeper? If you were detail oriented in your pre- previous career, this might be ideal. Um, you know, just like lawn care can keep you in good physical condition. Bookkeeper can help you exercise your brain without feeling like you have to play four games of Sudoku every day. Right. That's <laughs> focusing on brain health. Never a bad idea. And if you were an experienced bookkeeper, you may be able to land a gig training younger, less experienced workers where you don't even really have to do the work so much. And you just find out you're a good teacher. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, that's really, really cool. And I, and I think you make some great points here. Obviously, um, you know, if people are concerned about having enough retirement income, it's beneficial to work with somebody like yourself first to see what you need to bring in and then see what kind of side hustle you can use, right? Oh, yeah. We, again, this is something when people are interested in it, we help them build this into their plan so that they can go from, hey, maybe they're only 80% funded if they just want to retire early. Well, what, what do we have to do? Well, look what happens if you work two days a week for another four years, something you enjoy doing. You have a 100% chance of success here. Yeah makes a huge difference. Little changes can make massive differences over time. So, um, I think it's absolutely worth looking at. Um, here's another one. We all like a lot of, a lot of assisted care facilities, people bring in pets, et cetera, because of the benefits. A lot of people wait until they're retiring. So they have that extra time for a pet. Now, maybe you think in retirement, I don't want to not be able to travel because of my pets. How about if you love animals, uh, pet sitting, a lot of people are animal lovers. Uh, use that love of those four legged friends to earn some extra money. Maybe you're walking dogs. You get a little exercise that way. Uh, maybe it's welcoming a pet in your own home for a greed upon period of time, um, while someone else is traveling or something. So they're getting 
food, water, exercise, attention, and you get to do that. And then you get to give them away like grandkids. Right? So there's websites you can get involved with Rover, Pet Sitters International, Dog Vacay. They're all resources. Uh, you can help you get started in that pet sitting. I have friends who do this. I have uh, friends whose kids were uh, their, their kids were homeschooled. And this is what some of them did for extra money on the side. They love it. Their kids love it. They always have a, a good rotation of new pets in the house. So the kids always love that part of it, too. And maybe that's a, a great way to look at it in your retirement as well. Yeah, I think that is a great way to look at it. Uh, you always have a great perspective, Matt. I love it. Oh, thanks, yeah. Tony. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So uh, we're talking about, you know, things, uh, to, why you would consider part-time work in retirement. Uh, you get to call the shots. You get to do the job you want to do, not because you have to do it, hopefully, right? And so yeah. So I think that's, that's really, really important. Um, in fact, how can our listeners get a hold of you, Matt, if they have questions and want to get that plan in place to see Am I going to need to work or should I work? That type of thing. Uh, simple. Give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can get us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. And you are listening to The Financial Compass. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Matt Brunner. And Matt, great show. We've been discussing some potentially good jobs for retirees who are looking to earn a little extra money or just get out of the house. Uh, a couple mm -hmm. of days a week to socialize. And you've given us some great ideas. What do you have for us next? Um, well, uh, here's one I think is a decent one, especially for those folks. Maybe you haven't downsized yet. Maybe that's on your list uh, of retirement goals. You're going to downsize. Well, here's a good thing to make some money in the meantime, selling those collectibles to help you downsize. Maybe you still have that old baseball card collection sitting in a shoebox. Or maybe you have some antique furniture you inherited but never really wanted. Or those clown figurines that seem like a really good idea at the time, but now just really scare the heck out of the grandkids when they're sleeping over. Uh, <laughs> flip it. Flip all of it. You may need to do a little more than snapping a few good pictures. You know, um, maybe writing a brief description. Then you post it on a merchandise or auction site. And the even in the article, a handful of years ago, there was a guy, Vincent Zerzolo. He was a New York-based comic book buyer, and he got a wind of this guy in Kansas looking to unload this comic book collection. He looked over it. He paid the guy $18,000 for his comic book collection. Now you know that guy's parents were bugging him forever, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, cr that's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why but why 18, why are you 000. wasting your money on these comic books? They'll never be worth anything, <laughs> his parents are yelling. Yeah. But then then he sells them for 18 grand. Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, he gets the last yeah. laugh, I guess. But um, you know, so there's a possibility. Sell some of the old stuff you have around. That can be a side gig. And you don't even have to leave the house for it. But here's one about leaving the house. Maybe an event organizer. A lot of people, this is a great one. Maybe you enjoy organizing, setting up activities. That way you get to work directly with people, uh, event planning, it be a great sweet spot for you. And a lot of nonprofits are in need of part-time event planners to help them with fundraisers, volunteer events. In that role, you're going to find yourself helping to plan parties, alumni events, fairs, festivals, more. You can have a lot of fun and get some decent side money for it. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I mean, that's the thing. Do something that you like, that you enjoy, 
and then it, it also working helps you socialize. Uh, I like the idea. I know we started with one that's working from home by yourself, but you know, you're still talking to people on the phone, but I think getting out and doing something, staying active is key. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people make a lot of money selling stuff. It's just, it's crazy, whether it's fresh fruit and vegetables or comic books, or I, I buy and sell. I already have such a huge music collection that I've often thought when I retire, I'll just rent out a cheap storefront in my local hometown and open a little record store and just sell off my collection. Yeah, I know. That's not what you're, you're going to buy more. That's probably what'll end up happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're getting a storefront so that you get the and you, albums out of the house like your wife has always wanted. But now you'd be like, oh, look at these empty shelves. Yeah. I'm going to have to fill them up. Yeah. Bring yeah. in more. I'm going to buy some. I saw, I bought more records. Yeah. yeah. It'll make you happy in retirement. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. But it. just don't say that out loud in front of my wife. Yeah. That was supposed to remain the quiet part, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. And to I'm that, <laughs> well, you don't scare me. <laughs> you, amuse me. you amuse me yeah uh you don't uh, scare me with that kind of talk listen, there's in the article and here's a here's <laughs> one i think the the timeline on this one's running out though i think the effective timeline on this particular job is going to be running out uh freelance writing whether you know maybe it's a local publication alumni associations community group uh maybe you're really good at storytelling uh can bring in a little extra income for some people it's their entire career right freelance writing uh, you be you're paid per written piece, so that determines when and how much you work. I just am afraid some of those are going to go the way uh, of the dinosaur with AI. The way of the pension. The way of the pension with <laughs> AI. Yeah, AI, with the way that, AI writing. You still have to have editors uh, with AI, but uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, that's what editors are saying, but probably <laughs> not for much longer. <laughs> well, no, you have to edit it for content, but you're right. It's uh, that is going to change the face of uh, copywriting, uh, for people. And it may, maybe you could get a job writing radio show scripts or maybe, financial maybe advisors, you get a job, uh, <laughs> you know, writing AI code. Yeah. There you, there you go. That's even better, <laughs> even better. Get a okay. job in AI. There you go. That's yeah. another one. Uh, I would again, consider, you know, make sure you're working with your financial pro. Let's it, there's two different reasons you're going to work in retirement. You either didn't plan properly or it's part of your plan, right? There's no shame in either one. Some people are going to choose to work in retirement because they just don't want to fully retire. Right. Um, and you may have to do it just because you got to get, you want to get out of the situation you're in. Either way is fine. Um, but there's so many options and, you know, here's the, here's another part of this. You, you feel weird going back to work for somebody else. Don't work for somebody else. Start your own yeah, business. Work for yourself. Maybe it's online, right? Another, another great way to do it. You could you could have an online record store. It's not the same as going and flipping through the records. I get it. But maybe you're great at quilting. Maybe you hand make clocks. Maybe you're a super great craftsman of some yeah. sort. You may be able to sell your wares online. I got a beautiful, somebody gave me, a, my, well, my mother got it for me, a beautiful gift for my 50th birthday. It was a, a handmade uh, backgammon set. Oh wow! She found it from that person's online store. It's you know it's one it's essentially one of a kind. And he makes more of them, right? But each one is going to be a hair different. Absolutely beautiful. I absolutely love it. And 
you don't have things like rent and utilities for physical space, depending on how much you're creating or building, but you could probably build a website on your own or you pay somebody a little bit of money to build it for you, or you work on some of the platforms that exist out there, things like Etsy or stuff like that. Other, other than that, it's just a matter of keeping your site updated with your latest products, taking some orders, getting them shipped. If you know, again, if you're not interested in running your own site, find one of the other online realtors, re- retailers rather. But if you don't think, if you think you're, maybe it's pride, or maybe it's just the thought of working for somebody else during retirement, this is a great way to get around that. Run your own gig, run your own business. Yeah, I, I like that. And uh, I know that uh, a lot of people out there, that's how they're wired and that's what really will motivate them and it can help keep them busy in retirement. And I think a, a lot of people look to do that. You know, they start a, a little business doing, if they're handy at something or have a passion, uh, follow that passion, follow your, yeah. uh, your skills too in retirement. I think that makes perfect sense. And I think this has been a great show. Another one, and, and we brought this up in past shows, but, um, referees i know uh, they really they really and maybe not for seniors but bus drivers and referees are in such high demand they can't find enough refs for uh sports for softball leagues for school leagues yeah i think it's a great one for seniors for a couple of reasons one people are way less likely to yell at someone who's a bit older than them and there are some really grumpy parents out there who, of course, think their kid is the best kid on the field, surrounded by however other many people are on that right. team. Right. Um, so, of course, their kid's never going to do anything wrong. And it's OK. You can make a mistake. You're not, you know, playing in the MLB or um, if there is a professional soccer. MLS. League, I'm not sure there might be the one, MLS. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, I just there kidding. is the primarily <laughs> joke, Tony. It's just Come a on. joke. I'm a baseball, but I've coached soccer. I've coached baseball. I've coached softball. I've coached basketball. I've coached all these sports. And yes, every sport is dying for refs and umps. And you can make a couple hundred dollars every weekend working, just refing games. You can, if you love baseball or you love some sports, get a job at the stadium showing people where the seats are. And then you get to watch a game anyway. But if you want a little more exercise out of the deal, learn about coaching that sport and it, it pays 25 bucks or more an hour. A lot of people they get paid like hundred something dollars for two games. They can do two games a week, you know, four games a weekend. I, I know a couple of refs that are taking home between two and $400 every weekend. On big yep. games. I know a guy here that does that and he's constantly busy. I mean, he, he can yeah, he's never bored, nope. loves doing it, loves the sport, loves it at every level. And he's helping kids get better along the way. He's giving, you know, kids pointers on the sport itself and teaching them about what the side they're doing. This is what the ump's looking for, you know? So there's so much you can get out of it and a great way to get some extra money, some extra exercise, and you're still kind of giving back to your community. Right. Right. And you can throw games and get extra money that way. Oh, wait, no, (laughs) I'm That's a joke. That's a joke. I, I'm just kidding, but it, it is. Uh, there is a. It's a serious issue because there are literally leagues that have had to cancel games or not go because they yeah. cannot find enough referees, and so that's that's a big need out there. And you know, you can. Oh, it's amazing, especially for kids' sports and uh, uh, mm-hmm. your local athletic clubs high and sports. high school sports, travel sports. Yep. Yeah, 
It's yeah. amazing. So that's something, especially if you're good at something and know the rules really well or played in high school and college, go for it. Uh, and uh, you'll make some money. They pay and uh, you can have fun, exercise, socialize. You'll be socializing with parents. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you sure will. Hey, listen, most of the parents are way yes. better than the couple of people you see that's on the news. True. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, especially um, if you're a senior. You're right. There's more respect yeah. there. I, I think it's the younger yeah. younger refs that get a hard time once in a while. But I think things have, with social media, uh, I think things have gotten better. There's a pressure to behave actually now as Oh, as really? I feel like you just see the worst in everybody sometimes. Well, but people, people I, know I think, that they'll I, be on. But not the worst in yeah. everyone. You see the worst of the small group of individuals. It's the internet as a whole, right? right? It sounds like everybody hates something. No, it's seven people. They're just really noisy. (laughs) And it looks like it looks like everyone's horrible at sports games. No, it's the same seven parents. They travel state to state and their kids (laughs) playing all the sports. It's true. It's true. It's a lot fewer than you think, but I think the pressure is on because people are filming all the time with their phones. And so hopefully there's a deterrent there to really uh, lose your cool. Um, You know, well, if not, you just get to kick people off the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the most I've ever done is, Oh, come on, ref. That's that's (laughs) you can, if you can hold it to that, you're good. Right. I always did that as a, as a coach. I did get heated one time outside as, yeah. as, as a spectator. <laughs> That's okay. Of all the games I've yeah. been to, I feel that one was fair. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we've covered the gamut here. It's been a great show. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time, Matt, how they can get a hold of you, get a financial plan in place, get a retirement plan in place. And if you have any questions about finances, investments, or uh, a solid retirement income plan, uh Call Matt. How can they get a hold of you? You well, you can call us 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Again, yes, working in retirement, it's there's it's part of a lot of people's plans for retirement. Retirement's how you define it. It's not what it looks like in some AARP magazine or in some, you know, uh, let's call them big money house commercials where you just ride horses across the beach for the rest of your life. Yes, a hand. <laughs> of people are going to be able to experience that lifestyle, but not everyone is. I have clients that can, and I have clients that need to work in retirement. I have clients that choose to work in retirement. I have some that will never, you know, who just create jobs for other people in retirement. That's fine. All those are fine. The thing is, is making sure you understand how it's going to work and that, you know, you're not living under a bridge eating cat food when you're 92 years old, right? So maybe for you, it's because you have to work or maybe it's because you want to. Either way, get that plan done. We'll help you. If you're not working with us, work with somebody, make sure you get it done so you have a high probability of living that retirement lifestyle you've been dreaming about your whole life. All right. And what's that number one more time? Sure. One more time. 800-339-9252. All right. And that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.